Back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsey Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Big Red Birdies here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Megan Whitaker here with Lindsey Teal, and we have spent the first segment talking quite a bit about mental golf. Um, We've got some tips for you in our final segment about things that you can do uh, to improve your mental golf game. Uh, But before that, we have our quirky question for the day. Um, Lindsey, you can start us off here. What is the easiest area of golf for you mentally? What's Mm. easiest for you to execute on? I think um, iron shots or approach shots, I guess, in general. Um, For me, I I don't know. For me, once I have, since this year we've worked especially on like coming up with a plan and really sticking to that plan, um, that it's not easy by any means, I wouldn't say. But if I had to pick one, I would say that that's the area I find myself being able to commit the most on. Like once I do all my calculations with wind and downhill and um, where I want to come in on the green at and using our decade to figure out my target and then pick a club. Um, from there, it's just hitting the swing I need to after I visualize it. And that usually see, I can usually commit to that pretty well. Um, and yeah, follow through with the shot that I want to hit. So I would say that's, that's the one that gives me the least amount of trouble. I would say, yeah, I would say it's, Mm, that's a tough question. I, I think it would probably be chipping for me. Mm-hmm. I think out of really bad lies, not so much. But um, if it's a grass I'm pretty familiar with, so I wouldn't say like Bermuda chips, but in the Midwest, yeah. Yeah. Um, like if there's a pretty straightforward chip from the fairway or like first cut or not too deep of rough, I can normally visualize that probably the best. And I can see how the ball's going to come in on the green and how it's going to react going to the hole. Okay. So... Yeah. Like, I, I remember we played Hillcrest earlier this fall, and I wasn't putting very well. I couldn't quite figure out the speed of the greens, and there was a few times I left my chips just short of the green, and I was able – I felt like I had a better chance almost of chipping <laughs> them in than making, like, a 15- or 20-foot putt because I could just really feel, like, okay, I need to land – you know, it's going to land your yeah. two hops and then just kind of trickle yeah. towards the hole. So I think I think that's, that's probably – That's really good because there's a lot of variance within chipping. Like, do you ever feel like – you struggle to know what type of shot you should hit when you're chipping or is it kind of just like oh this is what i'm most comfortable with most of the time i I mean typically out of fairways or first cut i'm hitting the same the same stock shot i might switch up you know how much i open the face or what club i'm using but it's pretty set uh once i get in pretty nasty deep rough i would not say chipping is one of (laughs) it's not as easy to visualize because i don't think it's, it's always easy to tell how the ball's going to react on the green but yeah. when yeah. it's when it's coming normally i think yeah it's not too bad what about what's the most difficult area for you mentally um they're all just so different like all the different areas yeah of golf. i i still think although i've gotten better with putting seeing it backwards from the hole i think that's the toughest one because i don't think i always commit to the putt and i don't I don't always know, is this truly an edge putt or should I yeah. be playing it more? And I think commitment wise, I think putting is hard because it's just so precise where, yeah. you know, from 150 yards, okay, 
Yeah, it's whether I hit it four yards or five yards right of the flag, it, you know, that's a difference of three feet on the green. But the difference between an edge and a ball out is a difference between a make or miss. That's a whole nother shot. Yeah. So I think putting for me. It's a lot less forgiving. Yeah. Putting is if you make mental mistakes there, Mm -hmm. I would say. What about for you? For me, I think it's off the tee. I, yeah, I, I hit it longer. Um, I have pretty good distance, but sometimes for me on the tee, that means I'm not as confident in start lines or I'm, I feel like I have to be a lot more perfect than I probably really do. Um, so I can kind of just tense up and question start lines or a lot of times, um, the targets that I choose are different than Mm -hmm. the targets that the people I'm playing with are choosing. And so I really have to just commit to the one that I'm going at, which might look different than the ones my playing partners are going at. Um, so sometimes I can just get in my head with tee shots and that's, yeah, normally what I, I normally try and perfect it too much or get in my head with it and think that I have to be more perfect with a target or a start line than I probably do. Well, and I think, I mean, I think having length can be an advantage. I think like the Tulsa course we played, a lot of yeah. the bunkers were placed right yeah. where I was hitting yeah. it about <laughs> 240 yeah. to 250. So I think, you know, having a long drive there was beneficial. But there's also a lot of courses that I realize, oh, I, I don't remember which one. I think Wisconsin. I was just short enough, which I, I would say I'm very an average length driver. Yeah. I was just short enough of all the bunkers so I could just hit driver every day. Like I remember yeah. hole 14, I think you were hitting three wood. And for me, I hit it as hard as I could in the practice round. And I was still 10 yards short of the bunker. So I was like, perfect. Yeah. I don't have to fear anything. I can just go at it. I don't yeah. have to. I can just play to the whole fairway. Or sometimes I think length with dog legs or with different yeah. things, you either lay back with a three wood or you have to, you I know, was gonna say, slot yeah. it. Sometimes I feel like there's a lot of decisions. Yeah. Am I going to try and cut this? Or is that not smart? Or is that too risky? Should I just play a three wood? So I think there are a lot of decisions there and it can it can be a good advantage if I can just commit to my start line commit to my target and go for it um and I've seen that I've seen that at times but it also for me just brings up an element of doubt or just just working through that and I continue I need to continue to get better at that and just trusting the start lines that we start with um but also I think on the tee box another reason why I think the tee box in general is just a harder place mentally for me is because you're starting a brand new hole. Normally you have whatever happened on the last green, whether good or bad to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course I'd like to have already ditched that by the time I get to the next tee box. But in reality, sometimes that's still lingering. So it's just a lot of that. You're trying to get rid of the previous hole or the previous green, whether it went good or bad and just start that hole with, you know, a fresh shot. But that's that's difficult for me to do on the tee box. Yeah, I think I think that's most golfers' challenge. Yeah, I know yeah, that's one is. that I've worked on. Um, and I mean, even our coaches talked to us about it every tournament. It was you know once you leave the green, you need to find something to get over it. Um, and yeah. for me, I haven't found what I can do to you know okay just leave it in the past because mm-hmm. I still it will still come up later in the round. I'll still be upset that I you know made that bogey or had that three putt, but. I think it's very, it's it's a lot easier for me to focus on the next shot and okay, what can I do now? And so I've started, um, especially starting in Tulsa and Kansas, I would give myself a challenge on the next hole. Let's see if I can hit this next fairway. 
because it's amazing, mm-hmm. I think, if after you make a bogey, if you can just put yourself in play off the tee in the fairway yeah. on the next hole, how much more you can calm down on that two-minute walk to yes. your shot versus... spiral. Yeah. <laughs> after you make a bad hole and then you, you know, Have hit it in a fairway head. bunker yeah. and now you're looking at another bogey or some yep. sort of situation, yep. the thoughts begin to race even faster. Yep. That actually plays in really well to a question that we got texted in. Um have either of you learned any good tricks to use to calm down after you have a blow up hole and any good suggestions on how to respond without getting too angry? Yeah, I, I think focusing on the next shot, it sounds, you know, easy. In reality, I think it's a lot more difficult. Um, that has helped me, but one that I learned three or four years ago, um, from one of the sports psychologists at the university was you, <clears throat> you, figure out all the things you like ground yourself. So mm-hmm. you list off three things you can smell, three things you can taste, three things you can touch, three things you can feel, all, go through all of your senses. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot harder to actually feel three things than you think. And a lot yeah. harder to smell yeah. three different things when you're, you know, just in the middle of the outdoors. But I think that gets your mind to stop racing and bring you back yeah. to the present, which is ideally what you want after you've... After something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. I would say one of the hardest things after that is slowing down not at least for me it's not letting my mind jump ahead to okay what holes do I have left and what where can I birdie and where can I play this well and what can I do to bring that score back down or make up for it I think that that gets really dangerous for me because then I'm pressing and I'm trying to do things that I might not otherwise try and do um so another tip would just be to stay stick to the plan that you've made and not deviate from that or don't do anything that um don't do anything differently just because you're trying to make up for something yeah that that is a big one I think that which is very hard to do it is that I mean especially after you make a bogey you want to go for it or be more aggressive or try to hit a driver so that way you can have a wedge instead of an eight iron and I think that is one of the things that I used to do and I've gotten a lot better at not doing it just because the minute I do that in the middle of my backswing or, you know, at some point during my you're swing, good. I'm thinking, oh, I should not be doing yep, this right yep. now. And then you just, you're just never fully committed to that swing because you know that that wasn't part of your yeah. initial plan. Yeah. It comes back to bite you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think greed can come up a lot after a bad hole. Yeah. I've noticed that in myself at least, but, um, and then we've got another question here. How do you approach really challenging or intimidating golf holes? Um, I think, I think the biggest thing is to have a game plan of what you want, Mm -hmm. um, and to commit to that. Um, I know the first time I ever played, what is it? Number three at Firethorn. I was so intimidated Mm -hmm. by that Mm -hmm. hole and we had to qualify out there, uh, (laughs) my freshman year. And instead of focusing on the water all down the right side and all the trouble everywhere, (laughs) it was like, okay, let's just focus on what you want hitting fairways yeah. and greens and what position can I put myself in and, and almost what is the, not necessarily more conservative, but where yeah. is not going to cost you. Yeah. And so at Firethorn, what if you go a little bit more left, that's okay. It's a three shot hole, you, you yeah. know, and you know, yeah. lay up and hit the green and just hit your fairways and greens and you can still make a par. Yeah. For me, I think this is really where visualization has helped me so much because I'm, like I said, tee shots and standing on the tee box is normally the most mentally challenging and that's where I can get the most 
nervous or tense over the ball because I'm just staring at the hole and I can think about all the scary things about it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which for me, if my driver, it's long, but if it is anything left or right, that can make a hole very scary for me. So, um, I think visualization has helped me so much this year with that, just simplifying everything and just, okay, this is, this is what I want the shot to look like. And it almost just kind of blocks out everything left and right that I don't want to happen because I'm only watching this ball in my head go on the exact path that I want it to. So I think that's step number one for me is just simplifying everything and kind of getting rid of all external factors that it can be scary in Mm -hmm. my mind. I, I also will sometimes focus, I will take shots that I had used at practice and try to visualize those and then visualize that same shot going to the golf yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, that's another good tip. Yeah, so those are, those are some good tips for those scenarios there. Um, we're going to cut to break here again, but then we'll be back um, with some more tips for our third segment here. This is Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker here on Big Red Birdies at 93.7 The Ticket. 